<laughs> it's starting to sound like that, so. Um, so today, now is the time in our service where we're going to take the Lord's Supper. And uh, we've been, uh, last week we, we started a mini-series, two-week series on asking why do we do what we do at church? Yeah. Why do we take the Lord's Supper? Why do we take, why do we participate in offering? Um, and it's important to ask these questions, you know, these traditions yeah. that have been passed on to us from generation to generation, from, from faith to faith, asking why do we do it? Because it can become routine and it can become uh, dull if we don't seek anew the reason for our faith. And so I want to um, just start by thanking Bob um, for our message last week. I don't know if he's here, but his message on communion really impacted me. Yeah. And I liked his little, um, his rhyming points. Right. Be there and be aware. And I know there's a lot of people visiting today, so we're just, I'm just going to recap that very quickly. But just the importance to be here, to be present. As part of communion, the, the, the essential nature of taking the communion every week and, and, and the need for that. And then his second point about be aware. Be aware as you approach this, this sacrament of, of, your, of where you are, where your heart is. Be aware of your sin. Be aware of the salvation that we have, the assurance of grace. Be aware of the body and blood of Jesus. Today we're going to continue that, and we're going to look at why. You know, why do we take communion? Why do we take it every week? Why do we take it the way that we do? And I think... Um, there's a lot that we can talk about, and there is a lot that we talk about every week. But with most things, there's a lot that can be talked about, but it actually fundamentally boils down to something very simple and very fundamental. And um, I think simply, we take communion because Jesus asked us to. Yeah. Amen. And because he asked us to remember him. Yeah. So if you would open up to Luke 22... Come on, Jesse. I have a little clicker here. So today we're going to talk about how Jesus asked his disciples to remember him. And how that was passed on to the next generation of disciples. And it was passed on again. And passed on again. And has been passed on to us. We're going to look forward from where Jesus had that first meal. We're going to look backwards to where that meal came from, we're going to talk about memory. We're going to talk about the importance of mem- remembering, the peril of forgetting. Yeah. We're going to talk about this sacred meal. Amen. But we're going to start in Luke 22, in verse 14. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread 
gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Jesus is having this meal with his disciples. And this is a Passover meal, so this was a a tradition that was initiated as part of the the, uh, Passover of the Israelites. Um, They were delivered from slavery. And this meal had so much, it was was rich in symbols, and it was rich in tradition, and it was rich in memory. And God's people were to take this meal once a year to remember what he had done. Yeah. To remember God's deliverance. To remember the freedom that they had as slaves. And Jesus is having this meal with them. And he, he takes it and he turns the meaning and he makes it about himself. Yeah. And he's saying, I believe, this meal will be will be will be afresh to you, will be new to you. This meal is no longer going to be about just the Passover lamb and just about deliverance from slavery, but it's going to be about my sacrifice. It's going to be about my body. It's going to be about my blood, the new covenant that we have, and it's going to be about your deliverance, your salvation that you have through this. And he says... This is my body. The bread that you're eating is, is, is symbolized, symbolizing my body. The, blood, the wine that you're drinking is symbolizing my blood, the blood of the new covenant. Take this and remember me. So why do we take communion? Right here. Do this in remembrance of me. This ceremony that we're about to partake in, and we will take communion at the end of this message, it started with this meal, was passed on to us through the centuries. And I don't know about you, but that just inspires me. It's so cool to be part of something that's stretching back to Jesus and then stretching even back further. This collective memory session that we're remembering the echoes of Passover. We're remembering Jewish slavery and redemption. We're remembering Jesus' sacrifice. We're remembering the assurance of grace in our own lives, individually and collectively. I want to share two pictures with you, okay? This is a terrible picture. (laughs) But um, a couple years ago, um, my, my mom's family lives in upstate New York. Um, both of these pictures are going to be family pictures. <clears throat> and my mom's family lives in upstate New York, and I only visit them every few years. The last time we visited them was in 2016 for Thanksgiving. And uh, she has a big family. She has uh, three, si- three biological siblings, four adopted siblings, foster kids. It's kind of a sprawling, crazy family, as many families are. And um, I, I love that side of my family. I don't get to see them very often. And my, um, my grandfather worked at Kodak. He was a career Kodak as an engineer. And he was um, Kodak in the, you know, 
they were they were a m- massive company, and he got out just in time, um, just, just at the right time. But um, you know, they made some they made they didn't make some great moves there. But um, he was really into photography, and he had um, because he worked there, and he had uh, you know he his he was always taking pictures of his family, and he had this long history of pictures, and so. <laughs> We were after Thanksgiving. Someone brought, someone pulled out, you know, it was one of those, pulled out of the closet, one of those carousels of slides. You know, I don't know if it was eight millimeter slides or whatever. And, you know, it took about half an hour to get the the little slide projector thingy working. Um, But we got it working and it was, it was just fantastic. And all the kids were like, what is that? you know, and, and we made a makeshift little projector, and we just started going through these old family photos from um, before I was born, um, you know, stretching back quite a ways. And there's probably, um, this picture doesn't really do it justice, but there's probably about 25 people in that room. Just all sort of absorbing the history of our family and and I had learned a bunch of new things about, um, you know, my grandparents and before them and, you know, where we had came from. And um, it, it was fascinating. I learned some new things about my family. And I was also reminded of where I came from because we went through and then there was eventually pictures of me as a baby and my immediate family. And it was just this communal memory event. And I, I'm sure many of you have participated in, in something similar. It was, it was just special. Yeah. Um, this is my dad's side of the family. So all of us, you know, we have this rich history that, of where we come from. Uh, that's me. I'm trying my best to, 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 to smile, you know. <laughs> Um, this was this was at my aunt's wedding, and uh, my my dad's side of the family also has a, a special place to me. And we we also I don't know what it is about my family. My family loves taking pictures. Every time we get together, we have to take a picture of everyone. And but I love I cherish that because it's part of the memory bank of my of my family. And to to see those pictures, it's reminding me of where I came from and who I am. And um, I cherish that. Now, I, say, I share these stories because I think that the communion is a bit, a bit like this. It's this, this memory session. It's this like collective event where we all sort of remember Jesus together. And I remember um, when I was in New Hampshire, I, I did this sort of mission trip to New Hampshire for a summer, and we used to have these Jesus days where we would get together and we would share communion, but it was like a real, a full meal, and we would just sort of talk about Jesus. We would share stories about what, what do you like about Jesus? What strikes you? What stands out to you? And, and I, I have that vision for, for what communion is. Imagine the first disciples after Jesus had gone, after Jesus had ascended to heaven and he sent them out, imagine what communion was like for them. Yeah. It was probably a full meal. It was probably a smaller setting. 
it was probably in a, in a home. But I, I have this vision of them getting together and sharing stories about Jesus and reminding each other. And, and as, as time went on, it was new people. So they had to share new stories. They had to, to not just remind each other about all the events that they had remembered, mm-hmm. but teach new converts yeah. and teach their children. So it's both. Yeah. I have this vision of, of communion being a bit like that. Now, we, do, we don't have a full meal here for, I think, probably just practical reasons. Um, that would be difficult to pull off. We've, we've actually done that in church, and it was powerful, getting together and having, you know, having bread and having wine and olives and hummus and all the fun stuff that we had. But getting together and to remember collectively... Okay, I'm like way off my notes here, so let me get back. So remembering is important. And I, I just keep stressing this because God, if you read the story, you read the Bible from end to end, you will see a God who cares about remembering. God always reminds his people, remember me, remember what I've done. Remember who you are, remember where you came from. And don't forget, you know, the importance of, me- of remembering is also contrasted with the danger of forgetting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two, two scriptures here. Second Peter 1, he's talking about um, characteristics that we need to have in abundance. And he says, if anyone does not have these, he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. You know, why do people leave God? There's a lot of answers to that, but I think one of the main reasons is that they forget. Yeah. They forget that of what God has done in their life. Yeah. They forget that they've been cleansed from their past sins. Deuteronomy 8. If you want to be convicted in your heart, read this, the whole chapter. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. God calls us to remember. And so every week we come together and someone will, will share about Jesus. Someone will share stories that remind us of the faith that we have. And I think without this weekly practice, we drift. Our hearts are prone to drifting. Yeah. Our hearts are prone to forgetting. Yeah. So I cannot stress enough the importance of this. Yeah. Now, let me just say this. Well, I think this is interesting, but why, you know, why bread and wine? I don't know the mind of God, but I think God has sort of designed this ceremony to trigger us. It's aiding us in memory because it's physical. It is reminding us that God is not just the God of the philosophers, but the God who actually came down, who was real, who had a real body, who had real flesh, who had real blood. And so as we take, I mean, I'm a very tactile, I try to be very grounded in this world. And communion is a very, very real thing. As we take the, the, the bread... The bread hits our mouth. 
and we can taste it and we can remember that God is a God who sent Jesus, whose body was as real as what we're eating right now. And as we take the juice, as we taste it, as we have it, and as we swallow it, as we ingest it, we can remember that Jesus' blood is as real as what we're experiencing at that moment. Are you with me? Okay. I see blank stares. Hopefully you're just, just soaking it in. Yes! I get really excited about, you know, food and drink. And it's, it's, it's symbolic, but I, I want to stress this because... Sometimes, you know, we're, we're, we go through the motions and it becomes routine and, and we just sort of, okay, take the, and especially, I mean, I have kids now and it's like, I got to make sure Judah doesn't, you know, knock over things. And, but let's, let's, let's really contemplate that. Yeah. Let's sit on that. Let's, let's think about that. Yeah. So practically speaking, what does this mean? I like be there, be aware. Let's examine the body of Christ. Let's, let's, let's remember. I, I don't know what more to say than that, but really seeing this time as essential to our spiritual life. Yeah. Amen. That it's a weekly practice. That it's a reminder to prevent us from forgetting. To yeah. prevent us from drifting in our hearts. And coming in with the right mindset, like Bob was talking about, examining ourselves, let's not take communion in an unworthy way. Amen. If you are in unrepentant sin, if you are in rebellion towards God, if you are just visiting and you're like, what is this guy talking about? I don't know what's happening. Then I would encourage you not to take the communion today. Because scripture says that when we take it in an unworthy way, we're actually piling up more guilt. I hope that's not the majority of you. And I want to encourage you to take it because this is how we remember Jesus. Let's embrace the sacredness of this moment together, individually. You know, I was reading um, John, and I, this, I, I just love this scripture. Then they asked him, what, was, what must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Like I said, Christianity, there's a lot of things that we can talk about. Even with this, there's many, many things we can dwell on. But when it comes down to it, it's very simple. Jesus asked us to do a few things. A few things that are actually very, very hard. But here we see what is it that God calls us to. It's to believe in Jesus. And you being here and you taking this time to be here and you taking the time to take in communion is part of that. It's part of remembering who God is, what he has done and what he is doing in your life. The assurance of grace, the assurance of salvation And uh, just remembering his body and blood. So at this time, I'm going to say a prayer. And we're going to pass the trays and take communion together. Our great God in heaven, we thank you for this special time. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his body. 
We thank you that he was a real person that came down, that was born, who experienced pain, who experienced suffering, who had parents, who had a family, who was in a culture, who was in a system. We thank you for his willingness to die for us, for his death on the cross. We thank you for the symbolic nature of it. We thank you for his example. We thank you for this tradition that has been given to us that was started many thousands of years ago. God, I pray that as we take the bread, as we take the juice, that we can remember his body that was so real, that we can remember the new covenant that we have with you that is based not on our deeds, not on our works, not on a sacrifice of animals, but on the sacrifice of Jesus Mm -hmm. that is based on the work of of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this assurance of grace that we have. Thank you for this assurance of faith. Let us take this in a worthy manner and and take it joyfully, God, as we remember you. Thank you for everything in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.